Okay, I gotta admit this. Over uh, over the last few days, I've had this this negative emotion, this like sense of dread bubbling up, and it's clouding my thoughts and trying to make sense of it. Uh, I I feel like I've kind of nailed it down between journaling and uh, some other reflections, and it's I've realized that this feeling it's about AI, artificial intelligence, and while on one hand, I'm so excited about all the new capabilities and possibilities that come from AI, artificial intelligence tools, chat GPT, like image generation, all of that. I also see this, this, this um, aspect of the rise of these tools where they are quickly, quickly creating output that replaces professionals in different fields. And the people who work with their minds are actually even more subject to being replaced than people who work with their bodies based on current capabilities. Now, we could talk about robots being built and all of that, but we're not gonna get into that today. Specifically, I wanna talk about copywriters and the fact that today, there is so much going on as far as being able to request copy out of an AI tool and having it, I don't know, it, it, it's not terrible. It's not great. It's not great yet, but it's not terrible, uh, which is stoking all of these, these fears and vulnerabilities. And I actually initiated a conversation in my, um, in my Slack channel for BTMS Insiders members talking about this and had a few people weighing in, you know, in general, they agree with, including Sam Woods, who I really respect. I had him on Breakthrough Marketing Secrets recently as somebody who is at the forefront of AI and copywriting. And in general, they agree um, that, that there are a ton of opportunities, but also, also just that sheer act of putting words on the page. Well, um, yeah, AI is getting pretty good at it. Okay, so I want to reflect, you know, my notes here are a reflection more on these vulnerable feelings because I think a lot of people are having these feelings whether or not they're able to express them well or not. Um, and, and on one level, the feeling that comes out is, oh my God, the end is near, like copywriting as an opportunity is quickly disappearing. We're being replaced by robots, by machines, and uh, it's, you know, it's just terrible. I should just give up now. Right? I should just crawl in a hole and give up. And I will remind you, I will remind you that the apocalypse has been imminent for at least 2,000 years. You know, and <laughs> I use this as a reference for this, um, you know, preaching in the Bible that was, uh, you know, that, that was common preaching around that time, that the end is near, um, these are the end days, and people have believed that the world was going to come to an end in various shapes or forms for at least 2,000 years, and actually, I'm sure much longer than that. People have been telling other people that, uh, you know, the world is ending. <laughs> and I think that this appeals to a certain, I don't know, part of who we are as humans, uh, what uh, the ways our minds think that uh, it's easy to believe that the end is coming. We can look around and 
For one, we have this confirmation bias. So as soon as we have this thought planted in our heads, we can look around and we can we can look at, okay, this is happening, therefore the end is coming. This is happening, therefore the end is coming. And all of these things that support our beliefs are seen as evidence and everything that disagrees with our beliefs, um, that debunks our conclusion is ignored or invalidated. Um, but the reality is that the apocalypse has not come. It still hasn't come. You know, and you could actually look back the last few elections, the last few presidents, and I'm not going to pick sides in this particular conversation, but when one president is elected, the other side, like this is the polarization of America. When one president is elected, the other side says, oh, the world's going to fall apart, right? Um, and it hasn't yet. You know, I'm sure that either side could argue that one president made things a whole bunch worse. And I certainly have my own feelings about presidents. But the reality is that things have not quite fallen apart yet. <laughs> um, we're certainly going through a period of turmoil, but we've also been through some significant periods of turmoil in world history and American history. Uh, that we've come through on the other side. Things change. Things change significantly. But we've come through on the other side. So with all that said, I have been feeling vulnerable about copywriting. Uh, you know, I'm in a certain position where I'm an offer owner, where I'm an entrepreneur, where I have my business that's not just selling words on the page. And so I have certain advantages, right? But the, the whole active copywriting, you know, I certainly feel vulnerable with regards to that. AI always seemed like it was something that was out there, like in the future. Uh, when you read about the singularity of like this technology um, just completely changing everything, that always seemed like some date that was still pretty distant in the future. I don't know how soon it is at this point um, because ChatGPT, when it was released late last year, seemed to be, ch seemed to change everything, right? It's, it's this brand new, um, this brand new capability of artificial intelligence that just feels significantly, significantly different. And at this point, AI tools are evolving fast. It feels like almost every day is like, oh my God, it's an amazing day for AI because this new thing was released and this new thing was released in image gen generation and video generation and, um, and, and text-to-speech using the individual's voice. And all of these things are changing very fast and the the capability of the large language learning models that is what ChatGPT is like those things are those things are changing very quickly too which makes you wonder like by this time next year a couple years down the road a few years down the road what's going to happen right right now i can confidently tell you that the output like i can't tell i can't say here's my product write a sales letter about it and expect it's going to be as good as a B-level or A-level copywriter. But, but I don't know what that's going to look like in a year, two years, five years. I don't know. Uh, what I will say is don't fall prey to doomerism. And this was actually a really good analysis. So um, there is a site out there that I strongly encourage you to check out if you want to look at the long-term trajectory of human beings on this planet and uh, what it actually has looked like. Um, so there's a site called Our World in Data. And 
I love it. I'm just gonna drop that in as a recommendation. But I found this article uh, called Why Climate Doomerism is Wrong. It was published in Vox. It was written by Hannah Ritchie, who is one of the primary climate researchers at Our World in Data. And specifically, it was talking about how, um, you know, we can't, we can't just assume that everything is effed, and so uh, we should just give up because that doesn't lead to a good outcome. Um, that there are much more productive ways to look at the climate in her case. Um, but I would say that this applies to all of these big changes that we're faced with. So she created this quadrant model. And if you're listening, you know, this is another episode where it might make sense to pop over to the YouTube video. But on one axis, uh, axis is the level of optimism. So high optimism, low optimism, um, or optimism and pessimism. And on the other axis is how much the world can be shaped. And so whether you have no control or whether you have a lot of control. And um, the analysis here is that um, basically, if you believe that the world, let's start with the, the, the worst possible outcome, right? Um, if you believe that, that the world is not changeable, like things, the trajectory of the world, let's, let's go with AI here. If you believe that the trajectory of AI and copywriting cannot be changed and you're pessimistic about it, then your belief that you are operating from is we're doomed and there's nothing we can do about it. Right? We're doomed and there's nothing we can do about it. And so at this point, you give up, right? If you are um, if you are pessimistic and you believe that the world is changeable or your outcome is changeable, uh, you tend to be a survivalist of sorts. We're doomed and need to ex take extreme action to protect ourselves is the belief that you embrace there. So. Uh, take extreme action to protect ourselves. Let's lock in uh, three-year contracts with our clients and they can only use human copy. They can't use AI copy. And I don't know what else you're gonna do if you're a survivalist in the AI copywriting landscape, right? If you are optimistic, but you believe the world is not changeable, uh, you're basically that ostrich with its head in the sand. Um, the future will be better. It'll all work out fine, but I don't have to do anything different. I just need to like, be Pollyanna-ish. I need to put on my rose-colored glasses and trust that everything's going to work out. Um, and if you are optimistic and believe that the world is changeable, this is the most productive and positive stance that you can take. The, the quote here is, the future can be better if we work hard to change it. The future can be better if we work hard to change it. And, um, and so, so, being a doomer is basically, you know, we're doomed, we're doomed, we're doomed. Whether the future is changeable or not changeable, we're just doomed, right? Um, being positive and optimistic, you acknowledge that you have the capability to change the future, your personal future, the world's future, right? But you do acknowledge that it's going to require some work to get there, right? And so if you don't fall prey to doomerism, you say, okay, wow, there's a lot of changes coming down and I'm going to need to adapt. I'm going to need to change. And so in that context, I wanna pose this question, will artificial intelligence replace copywriters? Will artificial intelligence replace copywriters? And I've made my living as a copywriter really going back since, going back to 2005. I still make a significant chunk of my income as a copywriter, and 
um, through, you know, and that, that's specifically client work uh, as, as a copywriter. And let me pose this vision of the future. Using data that the vast internet has on the behavioral characteristics of an individual consumer, the, your advertising directs that consumer to your website. They land on a page that is a video sales letter. Right? The video sales letter is not actually a, um, a, a sales letter that you wrote, but, and it's not a sales letter that you recorded the video for. It is a video that is a deep fake of you, of your voice, of your image, of your video, where you are speaking directly to the prospect. And based on all the behavioral data that exists on that prospect, you are speaking to them about how the features and benefits of your product line up with their desires, their wants, their needs, what their current interests are, referencing maybe overlapping interests that you have with this person, um, telling your personal stories. And it is all composed in a way that is better than Gary Bensavenga, better than I don't know, Dan Kennedy, better than John Carlton, better than John Caples, better than Claude Hopkins, better than uh, me, better than, uh, name whatever copywriter you want, current or past, right? It's a better copywriter and it's speaking directly to that person, their wants, their needs, their desires. It's you, but it's not you. It's artificial intelligence generating the content on the fly, customized to that person and presenting it like it is you. I believe that technology is going to be possible. I don't know exactly when, um, but with the speed that these tools are being created and the amount of data, behavioral data, that exists on all of us already, I believe these tools are just a matter of time, right? But what's going on right now? Well, right now, we're nowhere close to that, right? Right now, we're nowhere close to that because the tools that are being created are certainly not better than Gary Pensavenga. In fact, um, I have argued that they are basically a copywriting assistant, a super junior copywriter, somebody who can do some research for you, somebody who can uh, put together some ideas, somebody who can summarize content that's found out there, but not somebody who can write great copy, especially not with unique original ideas, right? So a copywriter, marketer, uh, and maybe copywriter is not a very good descriptor for you anymore, even if you're still uh, deeply involved in the creation of marketing copy, maybe marketer is a better description, um, but a copywriter marketer right now should be mastering the tools, right? If you are staying on top of these tools, you are going to be more effective going forward. As the tools change, if you, if you know what's available to you, what capabilities are at your disposal, you can make the most of those. Focus on results. I've talked about this for a long time. I've talked about this for a very long time. You do not want to be selling your customers, your clients, words on the page. It's never been smart, and it's more dumb today than it's ever been to be selling them words on the page because they can get words on the page with a quick type into ChatGPT, right? Um, so you are much better off focusing on, I help you generate leads. I help you generate customers. I help you generate sales. I help you generate profits, right? Focusing on the results. You can use the tools 
or you can use your own output, right? You're mixing this artificial intelligence with your biology-based intelligence, right? To get the results, not to deliver the, the words on the page, right? So focus on the results and elevate your thinking to principles and strategy. Elevate your thinking to principles and strategy. So you're focused on what marketing strategies are effective for um, for acquiring customers, where where should we go and reach out to customers? How do we do uh, retargeting, for example? How do we build a conversion architecture here? How do we map out the customer lifecycle? How do we like what strategies do we use for campaign creation? And yeah, some of that stuff is is accessible um, and can be helped by various AI tools. But right now, you're in charge of the input and you're in charge of what is being done with the output. And you have to put all those pieces together and you have to do it in a strategic way based on effective principles of marketing, of direct response marketing, if you want to make the most of it. And, um, and, and that approach is what is going to make you the most future-proof. Now, I did recently record two separate trainings, one called AI Copywriting Assistant that specifically talks about how AI, and at this point, like it was recorded in, in January 2023 when GPT 3.5 was the primary model used in ChatGPT, um, I, I talked about how to use AI as a copywriting assistant. And I would say that the principles taught in that are still going to apply for a long time. The other training that I recorded is the Future Proof Marketer, which talks more from the strategic level about how you can continue to be a valuable part of the business structure for an extended period of time. Um, and that includes thinking around, uh, around AI. And those links are in the description. My call to action for you at the end of this episode is to ask yourself, how can you use this? You know, what are you going to do? How are you going to take responsibility for your future um, what work are you going to do with that optimistic things can be changed attitude um, that, you know, the future is bright and you have control over what your future looks like? Um, how can you apply that in your specific life, in your specific situation? Also, don't forget to like and subscribe if you want more content like this, and you can check out those links in the description if you want to go deeper. I'm Roy Fur, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and I'll catch you again in the next episode. See you soon. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.